Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. Excuse me while I uh, clear some fluff off my desk that flew up when we moved our furniture around last week, uh, last night, sorry. Uh, everybody, welcome to Drag Me Out. I'm Cass, and you are? Hayley. Hasn't changed. Hasn't changed? Nope. We're going to talk our usual shit for however long uh, Hayley uh, deems this episode to be appropriate, or you know what? We may just get bored halfway through and go, you know what? Done. Yeah. It's going to be a short one this week because we don't have that much to talk about. And Cass doesn't have like 12 TED Talks to give. So. so yeah, I know that. Please. No, no, no more TED Talks. How's your week? It was a Look, I know I've been saying lately it was a boring, I just went to the office week and it was. However, a couple of things um so we're obviously getting ready to go away next month so I've been kind of organizing that and then yesterday so I finish work from home at five o'clock and the missus finishes working from home at six Mm -hmm. so instead of me just doing the normal usual I'll make dinner whatever it was I had to be in my bonnet around four four thirty to change everything in the lounge room, everything. Nothing was staying in the same spot. So as you know, uh, one of my dogs has uh, anxiety issues. He wasn't handling it well, but he was pretty okay at the same time. Uh, The little baby one, Finny, didn't give two shits about anything normally, still didn't give two shits. We moved the lounge. We found three of his balls underneath it. We know we moved something else. We found another three of his balls. So he he just had like fucking all of these bloody rubber balls and stuff all over the place to play with. So it got to the point where um, I was moving the furniture around enough to be able to slot the heavy stuff in where it needed to go. But I couldn't do anything until the missus finished work because that was our desks and monitors and all of that. We kind of needed to move those first. So I just kind of like sat down, uh, made sure the older uh, dog was okay. He settled down a little bit. Uh, little baby Finny was just doing whatever it does, whatever it is that Finny does, which was playing with six balls, as it turns out, yesterday. And so she helped uh, when she finished and we got everything all sorted and we started to move everything around and we were just about to move the heaviest thing, right? And so we get it to kind of where we need to do to, you know, pivot, 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 right? And I hear my missus go, oh, my God. And you don't want to hear that when you're moving furniture because it was a big bookcase and we didn't take the shit out. We were just, like, moving it based on it and, like, pushing it. And anyway, so I hear the, oh, my God, and I went, what have we broken? Like, did I miss something or whatever it was? And then I heard this noise and I'm like, what the fuck? So in order to be able to move the bookcase, we had to turn the lounge to a slight angle to be able to create room. And there is little Phineas sitting on the edge, sitting, not squatting or anything, sitting on the edge, 
pissing off the edge of the lounge like he's the Trevi Fountain. <laughs> so, what made it even worse is we've got one of those stupid fucking IKEA lounges where they don't have an armrest at the end. Like it just, it's just the end of the lounge and then nothing, right? So he's pissing off, and because it's also pissing like in a nice arch. It's also every now and then when he thinks about it a little bit more, it's going down the edge of the lounge, right? But here's the worst part. Winber reacted the way he did. Did he stop? No. He looked us dead in the eye and just kept pissing. 30 seconds of continual piss coming out of this dog who is normally pretty good. Like he's actually very, very good with any toilet. What that's what makes it worse. He's toilet trained. <laughs> so, it was like our we we had bought our own water feature for our newly displaced lounge room. <laughs> so um so we reacted as uh people who like to keep their apartment nice and clean and tidy would. Um of course we did not beat the dog or anything like that. <laughs> we were just we were shocked more than anything else. <laughs> So then once we got everything cleaned up, because he could tell something wasn't right about how we were behaving and we were trying to mop it up. And it was just like, this dog weighs 11 kilos. I don't know. I don't know and don't care what that is in pounds, but this dog pisses a liter at least. It's not one of those things where you drop a teacup of water and it looks like a flood. Like this dog fucking pisses. It was 30 seconds continual flow, right? (laughs) So I don't know whether or not it was him uh, understanding that we were upset by it or whether or not he was just tired from the pissing. But for the rest of the night, he was just kind of like laying on the lounge like, or, or like, I love you. <laughs> I'm just going to lay next to you and fall asleep. So, uh, yeah. Phineas, uh, Parsifal, Tuma, Towing, or Wigglesworth. Um, we didn't want an inside water feature. We got one though. But please, anybody listening or watching, please rest assured it was cleaned up in a very expeditious manner because all you could smell while we were trying to clean it up was hot piss. <laughs> hot dog piss. It was fucking bullshit. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, there was that, um, yeah, so we're getting everything ready for um, our anniversary trip to Cairns next month. Uh, what else? That was pretty much, pretty much it. I mean, uneventful, but eventful at the same time because, you know, me, I like to research the fuck out of anything before we commit to buying anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, also, so we live above shops, right? And ever since we moved in, which was three and uh, two and a half, two and a half years ago, the shop that's directly below us has been empty. And every now and then we would hear this noise and we're like, oh, why can we hear banging? Why can we hear this? Why can we hear that? And we didn't put two and two together. And then I was coming home from the office the other week and I got out of the bus and my bus stop is directly out front of my apartment building. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're doing fittings and stuff. Like, they're actually putting stuff in that shop. So I get the bus home the other day. And when I get home and I step off the bus and I step out, like, to face my apartment block, it's a massage place. 
Nice. And the best part is it's directly below, like we're on top of the massage place. So I, I, I think it's all kinds of massage, like remedial, Thai, shiatsu, like all of that. So when it opens, I think the Greens opening next week, I'm going to go down there and go, hey, you want to give me a discount? Because if you don't, I'm just going to make so much fucking noise from my apartment that no one will feel relaxed in your establishment. I'm going to give it a try though, because if it actually does end up being good, then I am going to threaten to make noise and stuff and disrupt the pleasant nature for the clients that they have if they don't give me a discount. You know? You know? Yeah. What about you? What about your week? So I think because we're getting wildly popular now, Vicky must have listened to the podcast. <laughs> Vicky sent out my passport. <laughs> Oh, bless. Yes, it arrived uh, the other day and that's in my possession. I booked my flights. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I do? Do you sell that tongue business class? Oh, or, or did you premium economy? I don't actually know. I think it's just normal. Ugh. But I might. Because it's with Virgin, and I am a Virgin member. So can you, can you? You can bid on upgrade. Okay, so I might bid on an upgrade. Because that's what that's what I did for us when we went to Melbourne, right? And then I just put the worst possible offer, (laughs) and they just take like two bucks out every time you bid for an upgrade, whether you get it or not. They take two dollars out, okay, to ensure that the card is, um, the correct card, and then they just take it out whenever they decide. Yeah, I'm just going to book it for me and leave the other ones in economy. You get a better chance that way. Yeah. Um, so you're nothing. Do people just, okay, for instance, we were talking about the Harbour Bridge walk, the climb thingy, whatever it is. Yep. Yeah. And I've done it, but. And I've done a lot of other things, like I've seen the Grand Canyon, haven't done skydiving or anything like that, but people are like, oh, you got to do it to just say that you've done it. I'm like, who are these people that I'm walking around and saying, oh, did you know I've walked the the, the Harbour Bridge or do you know that I've seen the Grand Canyon? Just like, did it. Like I could just say anything. Like I just climbed Mount Kilimanjaro the other week and then what was the other one we did? Mount, was it Mount Everest? Everest. Yeah, so like turned left at Betty and stole George's shoes. Like I just don't know why I would, okay, look, I went to the Grand Canyon. I didn't pay for it. If I had to pay for it, I probably wouldn't have gone, to be honest. We hired a car. Drove out there ourselves. If someone said to me, what should I do before I die? I don't know, eat bickies and sleep a bit more. Like, I don't go to the Grand Canyon. Don't climb the bridge. It's boring. You get up to the top and they're like, okay, let's go back down again. Don't waste your money. Now, if you could zip line off it. Off the Harbour Bridge? Harbour Bridge. Zip line over to the Opera House. No, that'd be really fast. That would be cool. Yeah, like I've done like a little like experiences and all that kind of stuff, but would I do them again? No. Well, you've done them to tick them off. I don't. I didn't. Well, I don't not, know well not even to tick them off. You were just like, you know what? I'm. I'm. I'm here. Why not? Yeah, like Which we is... went to the Coliseum, and I was like, well, you know, woohoo! Okay, now let's go. 
Like, yeah. I don't know. Just thought that was interesting. People were like, oh, you should do it. Why? <laughs> I think some people do that because they want to live vicariously through you and they know that if you're going there, they won't be able to afford it. So they're like, if you do it and tell me that it's great, it'll be like I was there. But at the same time, it's like, don't force your life onto me. If I don't want to climb the Harbour Bridge, I'm not going to do it. Same with skydiving. My husband keeps telling me, oh, you should skydive. The people who don't want to skydive, they should skydive. I'm like, no, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm going to willingly throw myself out of a perfectly good aeroplane with nothing but fucking canvas to hold me up. Pass. Hard pass. You know what? I'll stay on the ground and you do it. Well, he did do it, but I was intentionally trying to hurt him. So I did a few fun facts about dogs this week because I don't know why I got into dogs. Anyway, just a couple. My one, my one pisses like it's yeah. a fountain. Did you know three dogs survived the sinking of the Titanic? I did not. Uh, two Pomeranians and a Pekingese live to bark the tail. Get it? Uh-huh. You know how? Do you know why that happened? Because Pomeranians and Pekingese, no, Pomeranians and Pekingese are rich people dogs. That's what I'm saying. They're being held because they're <laughs> tiny dogs. Uh, I can't have, go. I can't go without Pom Pom. I don't know how many dogs died on the Titanic, but I also don't want to find out. No. no. Uh, and also, it wasn't the Titanic as we've established. Exactly. Uh, Dogs sneeze when we play fight to let us know that they don't want to hurt us. Yeah. Fun fact. So you're saying that I should stop shoving antihistamines down my dog's throats? Uh, probably if they're, you're just play fighting and that's when they sneeze. I, I, I don't. It was just a joke about you. <laughs> Awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then dogs like to sit with you when you're on the toilet because it's a pack mentality and that's when you're most vulnerable so they're going to they actually do sweat also they sweat out their paws paws mm-hmm. paws that's why their paws are moist mm-hmm. that was just fun facts about dogs did you know another fun fact about dogs mm-hmm. that when you're patting them if they put their paw on your arm while you're doing it it's their way of patting you back oh isn't that cute? Dogs are so cute. Like cats, I Ex- don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Dogs are really cute, except when they're pissing off my fucking lounge and onto my lounge. They're still cute because you still kept him. He's still there. He's still living. Oh, uh, yeah, because he's a sweetie. He's <laughs> such a douchebag. I love him. Look how cute he is. Phineas. Mm. So, interesting facts about dogs. Yes. What's your interesting facts this week? Oh, no, before, I'll still tell you about my week. So I went down to vote. Yes. So commotion at the voting place. So I forgot that I haven't changed my address with AEC, so I had to go to the out-of-area voting section. And there was a guy sitting down, and he had something wrong with his leg. I wasn't sure. Anyway, he was before me, and they got him up, and they got him over there, and whoever was with him i'm guessing it's a daughter i don't want to assume because you know you do you um they were whinging about him medically not being able to get up and go vote um and they've done all the medical stuff and they've done all the forms and they keep rejecting his some type of claim or something like that anyway he just picked up the ballot and instead of 
filling it out. He just walked out with it. And the supervisors were like, he, he just he just walked out with the, he he's like, I don't want to vote. Like he was just making like a big song. Technically you can it. do whatever, you, technically you can do whatever you want with the voting paper. Well, because with the out of area ones, you have to give it back to them. They shove it in an envelope and then they pop yep. it in like a little box thing. So, but like they were just acting like he's just stormed parliament house and taken all the vote like who cares he just took one and like they went up to the daughter slash wife i don't know what she was and they were like you need to get that off him and he can't do that and she's just like i'm trying like but you know i'm trying and she didn't raise her voice she was very i think she wanted to like make the point that she wasn't being combative but he was but she's like i'm like leave him alone like basically like he doesn't want to vote like i found it irritating that i had to go down on a saturday and vote very put in one word they should have been able to do online but here's the thing here's the thing right more fucking fool them because uh technically today i'm traveling Mm -hmm. so um i postal voted well, I forgot to. I'm normally good with yeah. that stuff and I forgot to. But if this is not new to them, why can't they just fucking post a vote and then this wouldn't be a fucking problem? I don't. I really don't know. Like, I didn't catch the whole situation, but, like, everyone did, was a bit amped up about it. Did he want his democracy sausage or something? I could have gone with a democracy sausage. That would have been nice, actually. I, it would have been lovely, but I can't, I can't even get through half of one. It's just too much. Well... Uh, the because we're trying to find the entrance to the place and this girl's like oh i think anthony albanese's here and i'm like what's he joining your area i don't know and i'm like i don't think so probably like slumming it probably the local member of parliament might be here uh but there was a win news were there i don't know what they were were um i can tell you that anthony albanese wasn't there because he postal voted because he's actually overseas they actually showed him uh, post uh, doing not postal vote pre vote last week right. in the news. Maybe that's why, so we didn't have to line up and vote. I don't know, um, but yeah. So that was the commotion at the voting. I didn't appreciate that I had to wait in the sun. Did not appreciate that. There was pre vote or postal vote, mate. I forgot. I have other things going on. I forgot. Anyway, it's voted. I've done now. Um, let's see what the results are, I guess. God, I hope it's a yes. There was I really one do. no dude handing out stuff. Of course it was. Um, but he wasn't like, I, pushy as much. Yeah, as but if it was people. me, I just would have walked up to the guy and gone, can you please tell me why I should vote no? No, I just didn't want to talk to anyone. I wanted to get in, I wanted to get out, and I just wanted to, I kept my head down. I got home from work the other day, noticed the massage place, looked in my letterbox, saw my postal vote and um, did it. And there's a post office box literally 20 metres from my apartment. So <laughs> I did. I came upstairs and I said to my wife, oh, I've got a postal vote. And she goes, oh, okay. I grabbed the pen, wrote yes, put it all in the envelope and everything, walked back downstairs, went did the thing. I voted in the space of like three minutes. It's so good. Oh, I didn't have to wait that long. Like the line moved pretty fast, but still. 
It's because they only have to write one word. Yeah, I know. Like, because if it was the like a normal electoral ones, where like the big long pieces of paper, where you the tablecloth, one, yeah, like it yeah. would have been a while, and I would have just actually probably given up and said yes, I did vote and avoid a fine. But I find it a bit ridiculous that we're in a democracy and we have to actually vote if we. I I I tend to agree sometimes. I tend to agree a lot with that sentence, but then sometimes I have the opinion of I think it's good that they make us vote because they're actually making us contributing members of society. Yes, but I think over a certain age you shouldn't have to just because of the mobility issues and also like. Yeah, but if you've got mobility issues, just do it like they did during the pandemic where you could do it online. Nothing happened that was sinister with us being able to vote online. Nothing happened. Servers crashed, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, but like you know, but you know what I mean. Like it's not mm. like elections were rigged or anything like that. It just meant that like people could vote from home. Yeah. Oh well, it's done now. Uh, yep. When's the next one? Next year? Year after? Uh, well, Albo's only been prime minister for just over a year, and the reason why I know this is because he was elected to prime minister on my birthday last year. So I didn't, I, not even he, that. Yeah, no, because we were in Tasmania and um I had to I actually had to properly postal vote because I was actually traveling. Um oh yeah, I'm traveling today too, by the way. Yeah. Where are the spice Sh- concert in USA? Shimmy to the left. Because you know what it feels like shake it to the right. Hop, hop, go around. Slam it to the left. So, um, yeah. your fun facts. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I don't really have any fun facts. Oh, I thought you but I do have, facts. I do have the my uh, this gay in history. Oh yes, I forgot you were doing that. Okay. Yep. Uh, we, do we want to do pancreas first, or do we want to do this gay in history? You know what? Let's do the pancreas thing. Okay. Yep. I'll begin. Okay, though. No. Okay. Here she is. Here she is. And this is featuring your pancreas moment, so I have a feeling I know what your review is going to be. (laughs) (laughs) Look, my pancreas moment is not with this particular object, but it's with the internet as a whole. I am sick of people being able to lie. Lie their little asses off. Should, okay, the like as I watched the the Facebook ad for this, I think it's called Sensi. I think that's what mm-hmm. they're called. Anyway. Wait, wait, wait! You purchased this from a Facebook ad? I did. I did some research on it first, and okay, you know, it is. It makes sense that our nose, mouth, all that sort of connected because like if you hold your nose you can't taste some things and stuff like that. So well, it taste is taste is 60% smell, yeah. Yeah. So the concept of this is that is this a drink bottle for those of you who are listening. Put uh, your hand behind it like they do on the on the on the advertising YouTube. Then I have to put the thing down. But uh, yes. So anyway, so this drink bottle which kind of looks like a large dildo shaped like it's got a little curve to it and then it's got this little it's got the tip so the tip you put this little thing which is a little ring 
it looks it? like it, you know what it looks like it looks like a contraceptive yeah container yeah. yeah so like it's thicker than a condom would be but anyway so you put that around the top of it you click it in you put i don't know i think it lasts up to like depending on how long it you have it on there but anyway you're supposed to as you're sipping the water or drinking the water you're supposed to smell it at the same time and it's supposed to taste like what you're smelling so this is uh energy drink flavor smells like energy drink but does it taste like energy drink no 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 so this facebook ad she was very convincing mind you she was very surprised that's what charlatans do and the whole internet now, I just I've fallen into this mistrust over this one. I don't I don't want to buy anything. I don't want to buy anything off the internet now. Nothing. <laughs> you know when my mistrust of the internet really really kicked in. Yeah. Go. Remember when I told you about a year ago? I want I I went on Amazon and bought the on air sign that I was going to have on behind me. Yeah. And and it was like, it cost me like thirty odd dollars. <laughs> they sent me. A tin photo of the picture of the on air. Oh, well, I just feel that's you not reading the description. It wasn't in the description. <laughs> it was like on air sign, blah, 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 and a whole bunch of other stuff, 30 odd dollars. And I'm like, cool. And so I bought it. <laughs> so when you read it again, it's like on air sign. Yeah. <laughs> it could be read either way. That was my big. I think my big mistrust, of it. but I can we keep it now just for um, a, a learning lesson and B because it makes me laugh every time I look at it now. Yeah. So it just, my whole, my whole pancreas is just the whole internet in general, like all the Facebook ads now that come up with, especially I've been wanting to buy um, what they call like a mellow mat that you put on the floor and it's kind of like a thicker rug. So it's a little bit more, because we all have tile now. So I just wanted to have something for the kids to sort of sit on. But I did my research on it and I looked at reviews and they don't look too good. But then you see it in the Facebook ads and they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is so amazing. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't trust you. But it's like real estate. You know, when you're looking to rent a property, you go, gee, that house looks big. And then you look at it, you look small. It's just, it depends on where they stand to take the photo. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like they, but you, but the real estate, that that's a known, that's a known thing. Yeah, but it's um, Facebook ads. Correct. Correct. And fool me, I, I made a mistake. And it was only like, I don't know, six. I think this was actually like $50 just for this. So you got ripped off, mate. You got to Kmart for like 10 bucks. Yeah. You just basically paid 50 bucks for a water bottle. But I always buy my water bottles half price anyway. So whatever. I will try. I will because I still have like six of these. So I'm still going to because I'm at the moment, I'm a little bit, um, I'm trying to drink more water. I'm working out a bit more. So I need to drink more water. So I will take these with me and I'm at least smell. I'm going to at least smell. So you, just, you stick it up to your nose, have a really big whiff drink the water so then we're like because you know have you noticed when you smell something mm. if it's something that's like actually quite pleasant for you when you actually breathe out through your mouth you can kind of taste it yeah i could so say maybe that. yeah maybe i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna i need to drink more water and just drinking plain water and i don't know if it's surgery related or the fact that your taste buds do change every five to ten years um i can actually taste 
different types of water and if it, the, the water's a bit funny i'm like no can't have that maybe so, you should just go straight to alkaline instead of ordinary water and just get alkaline water i know but I, i'm not carrying bottles of alkaline water in a job where i get water free i already have to carry a pretty heavy bag but anyway so gonna try that i'm gonna try it again i will give I'm going to give it a good old, what is it? What's the same? The college try. A good old college try is what I'm going to do. Because the first time I was like, no, nah, this is shit. But you know what? It could have been because I just come off having COVID and my sense of smell, um, I lost that for about three or four months. Um, it was mm. probably right before I had surgery and mm. I didn't get it back for quite some time. So I didn't know if that was playing up with my senses. So I'm going to give it another try. I'm going to give You do you. Yes, pancreas, the whole internet, shut it down. No one should be allowed to lie at all. We do realise without the internet we cease to exist as a show. But we don't lie. Not intentionally. Well, look, if you want to, like, pay us to promote something that shit, I'll probably get on board. So, you know. We have a price. Our morals yeah. aren't very high. Like no. Our moral price is not very high at all. Not at if all. I, if I have to convince people to buy something for a price, I would. Yeah. These fucking actors and actresses and all of that, they go, I will not promote anything unless I've tried it and I believe in it. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, I know. Fuck off. How much did they pay you for that? Just no. to say that front, that middle line. Yeah, you got paid to try and convince us that you were Joan of Arc. They get they get paid to try and fucking convince us that they use bottles like color from yeah. the supermarket. Yeah, like piss off. Yeah, no, get out. Ah. So the whole internet, whole done. internet. No See one you later. Influences that lie in particular, mm. and I hate that word influences. But people who lie, stop it. Um, my pancreas. Yes. I am making a very solid attempt over the next couple of days to quit smoking, right? For my benefit, not for anybody else's. It's not even about health. It's just about, about can't be bothered, right? So when I do go out for a cigarette, don't think you've actually done it, but others have. This is what bursts, this is what really gets me, right? Everybody seems to think that it's okay to make a passing comment about somebody who goes outside for a cigarette. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like I do and I don't because I am conscious about other people. So if I see, well, like when I did smoke, I did try and avoid blowing it in people's faces, sort of like. Not talking about that. This is no. what I'm talking about. Let's just say we're all out for dinner, right? Mm-hmm. And you just happen to be the asshole at the table, just saying, right? Mm-hmm. So I turn around and go, oh, excuse me, guys, I'm just going to duck outside for a cigarette, right? And I'm going outside the restaurant in the smoking area, the designated smoking area, and then asshole you, using it as an example, has to make some kind of a comment about the smoking. Oh, okay, I get you. I thought you meant like random strangers. 
Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Oh, random strangers too. Like, you know, you're standing in the designated smoking section, they fucking walk through it and then they kind of do the whole... It's <laughs> 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 like, it says I can smoke you, fuck you. <laughs> you know? But it's the people who just feel that they're... It's okay to make a comment about something that you do. It's not like when someone goes, oh, I'm going to, you know, go home at the end of the workday. And I go, like, to your husband, and they go, yeah. And I go, oh, how can you go to that dude? Like, that's rude. Mm. So if I'm not making any comments on what it is that you do, I don't think you should be making comments on what I do. So It's my choice to go out for the cigarette. 100%. And you, you already know that it's bad for you 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 have enough evidence supporting yeah but you've you... got to admit you've got to admit i'm a very courteous and conscientious smoker yes you and your wife both are we walk away from non-smokers if you choose to migrate to us that's your problem not yeah. ours but we make sure that we stand away and if someone goes no 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 that's no, okay then we will we will stay there but we will go to as far away as possible so you can't smell it yeah you know it's it's just like it's uh, you're an adult um you make your own choices i don't feel that yeah anyone has the need to comment on something that you already know is not good for you you know it Mm. Mm. Um, oh they go oh she's going out to have a cigarette gives you five minutes to talk about me (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) but it's 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 not even so as we've just established, I'm actually a very conscient, like I'm very conscious of the people around me when I smoke, right? So if someone turns around and goes, oh, we're running late, I don't go, oh, hang on, I'll just have a smoke mm. and then you know, make us even later or anything like that. Um, and I, I don't do anything. So when I'm at work, I have an hour for lunch. I'm not comfortable with an hour for lunch because I'm used to the 20 and 15 minutes after all yes. those years. So what I do is I cut my lunch break into segments. So I have a proper break for about half an hour in the middle of the day, but then the other half an hour I split up through the day ducking downstairs for a cigarette. So I am not taking any time out of the company's time. Mm. I'm still using my time. And that way I don't have non-smokers going, oh, but she gets to have an extra 15, 20 minutes because she goes down for a cigarette, you know, like, you know, because people tend to do that, right? I don't take it out of the company's time. It still comes out of my time. I just choose not to do the hour lunch. Yeah. In one hit. Right. So my pancreas moment is if I go outside for a cigarette, even if I go outside to answer the phone or whatever it is, don't make a fucking passing comment about something. Because that's the other thing. If I go, oh, hang on a second. I just really need to get this phone call. Right. And someone goes, oh, where's she going? And they go, oh, she's probably going out for a cigarette. I've just told you I'm going out for the phone. You don't need to hear my conversation because guess what? I'm conscious about that too. But don't make a fucking passing comment just because somebody chooses to not smoke near you. That's what it comes down to. We are choosing to not smoke near you. So if we want to get up and go and have a cigarette, let us go and do it. I always make sure after every cigarette I have chewing gum or something that cleans my breath. I have been told on many, 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 many occasions when I've come back from a cigarette, someone goes, did you come back for a cigarette? You go, yeah. And they go, can't smell it. I'm very conscious of this stuff. 
I'm only out to inconvenience myself, not the general public. <laughs> so if I or other people who choose to smoke go outside for a cigarette and we are leaving your vicinity to go for a cigarette, don't make a fucking passing comment. It is their business that they smoke. It is my business that I smoke. I don't pass comment on anybody who chooses to drink in front of me when I'm a non-drinker. Yeah. Right? I don't say anything. I expect the same in the room, in return. That's my moment. Thank you. Okay, so we did the uh, gay dude last week. Mm -hmm. This week we've got the lesbian, the gay chick. Have you ever heard of a TV show called Gentleman Jack? No. Okay. It's a TV show. Uh, so basically um, my gay in history this week is a lady by the name of Anne Lister who was born on the 3rd of April, 1791. She was, a she was from a minor landowning family in Shibden in Calderdale, West Riding of Yorkshire. Anne Lister conducted multiple lesbian affairs from uh, her school days onwards, often on long trips abroad. She was described as muscular and androgynous in appearance, dressed only in black and highly educated. She was later known and generally unkindly as Gentleman Jack. You know, even back in those days, they still had fucking jibes on the homos. So <clears throat> the whole thing about Anne Lister was um, she was a very, very, very shrewd businesswoman. Um, uh, respected and feared in the town. She had business dealing. Uh, well, she was competitors in business uh, in the coal industry in Shibden. Um, she ran into uh, some uh, trouble with coal mines and all of that with some um, male uh, business owners, all of this other stuff. But that's another story. This is about her gayness, right? So she kept diaries, right? And the diaries revealed much about her contemporary life in West Yorkshire, uh, including uh, the development of Shipton Hall, which is where she lived, her interest in medicine, mathematics, landscaping, mining, uh, railways, blah, blah, blah. Uh, many entries, however, were written in code that was not decrypted until long after her death. So these graphic portrayals of lesbian relationships were so frank that they were thought to be a hoax until their authenticity was confirmed. So when they actually did it, right, the encoded portions of Anne's diaries documented her passionate love affairs with other women. Um, she was uh, free and easy about her sexuality in the diaries and her numerous romantic encounters. Uh, she openly courted young women, many of whom seemed most, like, they just fell under her spell. Apparently she was very magnetic personality-wise. Very, I think the education probably helped. So <clears throat> one-sixth of her diaries were written in code, devised by herself, based on a combination of algebra and the Greek alphabet, uh, to which she referred to it as her crypt hand. So the coded portions contain some of the more steamy encounters with women she admired. Uh, she was convinced that no one would ever be able to decode her crypt hand and her secret encounters were recorded for her enjoyment alone. And it turned out she was wrong. 
So several decades uh, later in the 1890s, um, a descendant of the Lister family discovered the diaries and broke the code, which was uh, Anne's lesbian sexuality, um, everything. They, it was all discovered. And then she was, it was quickly reburied by this guy, John, because he was gay himself and did not want to draw attention to his own sexuality by revealing his discovery of the diaries. So, so the diaries rem like remained a secret again for decades until one day this woman called Helena Whitbread, um, who began her university studies at 45, wandered into the archives at 51 looking for a research project. She had no way of knowing that at the time she was about to uncover by carefully decoding each and every one of Anne's diaries, one of the most fascinating characters of the 19th century and one that was undoubtedly captured the imagination and admiration of today's modern audience. So she had all of these trysts. She was very well educated. She, you know, traveled quite a lot, but she actually met this woman in uh, Yorkshire called Anne Walker. Uh, at the time, um, the Shibden Hall was facing financial crisis and Anne Walker was actually uh, financially well endowed due to the death of her family members. So she inherited pretty much everything. So Anne Lister sought about um, uh, romancing Anne Walker to try and see if she could get into her graces and everything and um, a, a, a love affair actually came out of it. So they copped some criticism from people in, um, in, in Yorkshire and the surrounding areas because people kind of went, oh, two good women hanging together, one of them's Gentleman Jack, let's put two and two together and actually come up with four. But they, um, they took the sacrament, which basically means they got married and started living together in Shibden Hall in 1834 set off to travel the world together until Lister's death in 1840 while travelling with Anne Walker. So her diary record, records a nasty insect bite in early August of 1840. Her last entry was in within a few days. She died of a prolonged fever six weeks later, aged 49, at the edge of the Russian Empire in what is now known as uh, Kutaisi, I think it's called, Georgia. Uh, the furthest of her extensive travels had ever taken her from Shibden Hall. Uh, and Anne Walker actually had to bring the body back and she is buried at Shibden. So in 2018, a blue plaque was unveiled at Holy Trinity Church in York to honour her. It was York's first LGBT history plaque, or um, it's actually a rainbow plaque. So in the um, in the UK, if it's a historic uh, place, it's got a blue plaque in it. Like um, I think Paul McCartney's house has one. Um, so in her case, it's uh, a rainbow plaque. So the it, the plaque has got rainbow edging and reads: uh, "Gender non-conforming entrepreneur celebrated marital commitment without legal recognition to Anne Walker in this church in Easter 1834." So the wording was criticised for not mentioning Lister's sexuality. And in 2019, it was replaced with a similar plaque with the wording, Anne Lister, 1791-1840 of Shibden Hall, Halifax, lesbian and diarist. Took sacrament here to seal her union with Anne Walker, Easter 1834. 
So um, I actually found out about Ann Lister because in um, 2019, I think it was, BBC and HBO uh, started a historical uh, TV drama called Gentleman Jack starring Saran Jones, who I fucking love. I loved her before, Gentleman Jack, but she's just so good as uh, Ann Lister. Um, So it depicts her life as the first modern lesbian um, the series is billed as inspired by two books about Lister by Jill Liddington, Female Fortune and Nature's Domain. Liddington also acted as a consultant for the series. Uh, the series O'Hooli and Tito's Gentleman Jack serves as the series' closing theme music. It's actually very catchy and sticks in your head for days. Uh, in 2019, Penguin Books published a companion volume by the series senior consultant Anne Coma which includes newly transcribed and decoded entries from Lister's diaries. So Anne Lister paving the way for uh, lesbians all over the Yorkshire thing. And yeah, basically was one of the first gay people in recorded history to have a same-sex union. Well, let's be honest. The photos of her aren't very flattering. Well, the, the paintings. No, they're not. But then you see Sue Ann Jonas as her and you go, yeah, get it. Yeah, but mm. anyway. Yeah, but you know what? When, okay, so when you're going back to that kind of a time, it didn't really matter what they look. It's all about you. I mean, I got married. I'm not a little You hit a decibel that your mic cannot compute. I said. I got married and I am no oil painting. Don't say that about yourself. It's you all about 87. It's all about the personality. So Anne Lister, modern Lesbian. Get into it. And Gentleman Jack is a great series. Only went for two seasons. Mm-hmm. I think they should probably should have left it at the first season. I didn't mind the second season, but uh um yeah. That woman, Ann Lister, has got some moxie. So that's my gay in history this week. Excellent. The more you know. Shooting star. Can we please talk about RuPaul's Drag Race Season 5, Episode 3? Sure, why not? I'm still in. This is like yeah, yeah, I'm for yeah. me. Yeah, there's no, there's no way I'm going to be out. Usually I'm out until about snatch game, then I'm in, then sometimes I fall back out again. Um, mm-hmm. Or sometimes I'm in and then I'm out and then I'm back in again. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week was obviously, as you see here, uh, Girl Group Week, Spice Girls. The Girl Group Challenge! Yay! Very melancholic for me. I wish that I saw the Spice Girls when they were actually touring. but They never toured here. Yeah, I think that's why. <laughs> I think that's why they came here. They came here once for a promotional uh, thing for Spice World the movie. They were in the country for six hours. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, trust and belief. If the Spice Girls had a toured, I would have been there. Yeah. Trust and belief. Yes. So Kate Butch, my favorite. I hope she wins. I got her just a little bit ahead of um, Ginger Johnson. Her icks. <laughs> I wrote them all down because they're fucking hilarious. Pretty people who do drag. Where's the challenge? 
Yep. Escalators, spaghetti, yep. the musical Kinky Boots, and Amanda yep. Holden. <laughs> she was great. Uh, she was her her confessionals and Tamara's confessionals, fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um. So we had the M52s versus the Fierce Force Fives. Um, the, the Fierce Hall Fives. Is it Fierce I think Hall? Michelle got it's Fours, oh, but I okay, think Michelle yeah. called them Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fierce Hall Five. Yeah. Um, and we had the M52s, which were the the misfits that no one wanted to be in a group with them. Mm-hmm. Um, Miss Naomi Carter, Kate Butch, Banksy, and Ginger Johnson. Um, then we had obviously in the Fierce Force Five. It's very hard to say. Uh, Dee Delicious, Tamara Thomas, Caramel, Michael Maruli, and Michael Maruli, Vicky Vivacious, mm-hmm. who I didn't know was actually in a girl group. Yeah, we found that out this week, yes. didn't we? And we also found out she can hold a tune. Yes, um, mm. and that she hasn't had anything but Botox. Mm. Mm. Those cheeks, mm. anyway. Uh, could be could be jeans. Could be could have good jeans. Mm. Um, so I wrote down some of the so there Dee Delicious was people chewing in my ear. Tamara Thomas was men with long nails. Caramel was Caramel was a little bit hers was personal. It was about her trans journey. But I did enjoy that she said something about I would have to call my mom and she would hang up. Um mm. if she left during the girl group challenge, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's like, she's like, if I got eliminated, I'd have to call my mum, and then she would just hang up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Michael Maruli's men in bad fashion. Mm. Vicky Vivacious didn't. What was Vicky Vivacious? I couldn't remember. I don't know. Anyway, um, so they had Caramel was obviously the the choreographer. She's sort of, I don't know, she's teetering. I would say, I said that this I said that this morning. I'm like, she's kind of like she's there, but then like yeah. she opens her mouth and she drops again, but then she opens her mouth again and she comes back up again. Exactly. And like I feel like I'm on a seesaw with her. Yeah, she's like her own worst enemy right now. Yeah. <laughs> like just 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 be you and you probably will be all right, but don't try and be what you think we want you to be. Yeah, I think that's when she gets real like that uh Georgia accent. That's when I think I like her the most. Mm. And then I don't know. I, I I don't know what it is. Maybe I'll pick up on it next week. Um, mm-hmm. But as for right, she's teetering. Um, I didn't know Naomi hurt a knee. So no. Was that in the competition or she just hurt a knee? I don't know. Maybe it got bashed Tonya Harding style by like the 11th contestant. Maybe she had to do a lip sync against the eleventh contestant because the eleventh contestant definitely wasn't in this episode. Maybe you're did, right, and they did not show because usually they did it with Eureka when she yeah. hurt her knee. They, they didn't show how she. I know constantly showed. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it was that episode. Could have been. Ah. Ah. They did seem like the mean girls, the Fierce Force Five. Like, because because I'm I'm just gonna spoil it because no one went home. Well, yeah. No one went home. But someone, maybe the eleventh contestant went home. And they had to edit it to just make it look, look like that it was or just like we'll keep them this week. They've completely dumped 
a whole episode where she goes. So like, so say episode three was actually supposed to be episode four, but they did episode three and that episode she goes and lip syncs against Naomi. Mm-hmm. Because it might, are we in, are we going to be an episode short? I don't know because no one went home the first episode. So how would we know? Yeah. And no one went home this episode. So, yeah. I did like that Caramel shared her trans journey. That was nice. That was actually quite lovely and very educational and informative to find out that uh, she's just a baby trans. Yes. I love Tamara Thomas and she's like, she gets thrown the shade by, I think it's Banksy and she's like face full of filler and their egos are enormous. And she's like, I finally feel seen. (laughs) (laughs) I love her accent and I love her confessionals. Tamara Thomas is very funny. Mm. Um, I think she's, if she keeps going, like she's sort of on the up trajectory. I honestly, they're really good. I'm 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 going on record as saying that she actually is Danny Beard Jr. Because remember, like the first couple of episodes, we were like we weren't too sure about Danny Beard, and then mm. Danny Beard, and then Danny Beard had the really good conversation. I went, I'm on Danny Beard's train. Yeah, right. I have a feeling that we're not. I'm not wrong in saying that it's basically Danny Beard Jr. Like Tamara is actually starting to, in the likability stakes, actually really start to get there. I agree. Yeah. Um, don't ick my yum. Love it. Love it. Both both versions. Both versions. Yeah, I had gonna, no problem. I'm going to download on iTunes. I don't know how to do that, but I'll figure that out. Um, And then we had the runway, which you commented in the group chat that you like. Was it Ginger's runway that you liked? Michael Maruli. Oh, Michael Maruli's Frankenspice. Loved it. As soon as she came... As soon as she said, uh, they said, oh, uh, Michael Maruli, the Spice Girls, and she just whipped her head around that corner for a second. I went, oh, my God, she's all five. Yeah, she's all five. And oh, then Michelle oh said Frankenspice, and that was the best line that I've heard ever. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, before we continue, can we just go back to the girl group challenge? Yeah. Michelle points it out, or Rue points it out, I can't remember which one, but when Tamara comes around the corner, I was sold. When yeah. she just like quickly twists around the corner to start the song, I was like, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, no, like, I she did really, perfect. I don't really like the girl group challenges; they're not my favorite. Um, but this one, I don't know how they're gonna pick a loser. Someone's gonna really have to fuck up. Yeah, because there, there, there was no way that you would have been able to send anybody home unless it was the eleventh contestant. But <laughs> but there was no way that you would have been able to send those girls home. There is also no way you would have been able to film that episode with an 11th contestant because it would have been five on five and there's no way. Yeah. Absolutely. She had to have gone last episode. Gone last episode, which would make make sense to the knee injury. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we had the, so we had Freddie Mercury, Vicky Vivacious, we had Nicki Minaj, Diddy Delicious. Fuck, she can paint. She can paint. Caramel's Beyonce. Who wore it better? I'm going to have to say Caramel. Caramel. Yeah. Yeah. Tamara Thomas did Elvis. I wasn't a huge fan of that. Like, it was a good. It wasn't dragged. It was, they were right. It was De- Demi, Demi Moore. Yeah, Demi Moore. Is, yeah. <laughs> Demi Moore impersonating Tamara, impersonating yeah. Elvis. Yeah. 
Uh, Michael Morley, as we know, Frankenstein. Oh, God, that was that was up there with Danny Beard's um, The Pot Plant, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, I agree. Agree. Because mm. uh, I thought you said in the chat Ginger Johnson was like her Elden John, and I was like, eh. No, 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 it was uh, Michael Morley. Yeah. Uh, Miss Naomi Carter did Beyonce. Beyonce's a little predictable. It's too safe. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know who she should have done, but it's not Beyonce. And as soon as you found out that someone else is doing Beyonce, you need to switch because yeah. they're always going to compare. Yeah. Look, with her wig and all of that other stuff, she could have just said she was just about any other singer than Beyonce and you would probably would have been like, um, What's her name? Um, Marsha Hines. That's who she could have been. We're the only ones who know about Marsha Hines, by the way. Oh, are we? I thought she was American. Or she's well, Chinese. Okay. No, so she came down here in the uh, very early 70s with a touring production of uh, Hair, the she musical. Never left. And she never left. And she actually got pregnant down here or she came and she was already pregnant when she came here. That's why Denny was born here. So she wasn't very well known in the state. She became very huge here. No one gives a shit about her anywhere else except probably Australia and New Zealand. Bless. Okay. Uh, well, not Marsha Hines then, because no one knows who she is. I didn't know that. I thought she was because I thought she was a singer in the states. Um, and then Kate Butch came in as Shania Twain. <laughs> I love, and she's like, "Well, girls, looks like we made it." <laughs> <laughs> I love I, her. I love the little toing and froing that she was doing with Sophie Ellis Bexter, and she's yeah. like, "If we end up." She goes, I think I'm going to be best friends with Sophie Ellis Bexter by the end of this. Yeah, and, um, Sophie Ellis Bexter is just automatically cool. I only know Murder on the Dance Floor. Does she do anything else? Yeah, she was, I can't know, she was the female singer in a, um, uh, why does it feel so good? Dun, That's right. Dun, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter that she's only technically, I obviously reminded you of the second song doesn't matter murder on the dance floor great song still holds up uh best film clip to this date haven't seen 100 percent. i thought okay so we get to obviously no one goes home we've already uh and then the top two queens lip sync which is tamara and caramel this was almost like the sasha colby and anitra of uk drag yeah, race they were ready they were ready. They, it was Tamara Thompson v. Caramel. The housemates go head on. Yeah. Who gets the rights to the bathroom at 6 o'clock in the morning? That's what this is about. It's about territorial rights in the house. It's not about who's going to win drag race. It's going to be about who gets to finish the last sip of milk. That's what it's about. So Caramel won. I can't agree that they both should have won. Um, yeah, but there was also, there's, okay, I thought so too, but then I thought of this because that this is where I got the Sasha Colby and Anitra thing, right? Pretty much equal in that very first lip sync, right, that they, they did. So let's just say before the lip sync, let's equal it to that. The lip sync for me had the same feeling of uh, the final lip sync with Sasha and Anitra, there was just a little bit more, although Sasha blew Anitra out of the water, but at the same time was fucking hot about it mm. and was so sensual and so sexy. And there's something about Caramel that's there. 
personality kind of diminishes it a little bit because Sasha Colby, let, let's face it, is fucking goddess mm. and can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. Um, uh, whereas Caramel hasn't, obviously hasn't been doing it long enough to have that humble thing going on, still thinks that she needs to have that bravado, whatever it is. But I just found her performance a lot more um, watchable. Yeah, but I because but, but 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 the reason also why because all Tamara did was hold her pants up. Well, see, I could say the same about Caramel and holding a freaking head thing on at the yeah, but she eventually took it off. Yeah, yeah. Well, she should have taken it off when they first. Well, she should have, yeah. but you know, let's just call it a reveal. But the thing is that Tamara Thompson was holding onto her pants. I'm like, is she going to be pulling them off? Is this going to be a reveal or whatever it was? She just didn't want a pants to fall down because she had whale tail coming out the back of her fucking duds. It's Thomas, but yes, go on. What did uh, I call her? Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Caramel won. But if you see behind her, if you watch it again, as soon as RuPaul says you won a repeater badge, Kate Butcher's face goes like this. I don't know why. Like she knows it's coming. It just seems yeah. like you just see behind caramel. Okay, and I'm like, yeah. But I'm confused as to who's going to be in top three. I really want Kate Butch to be there. I just, I do too. It just seems like there's a, a a real divide, and not even because of their ages. It's because of their drag. So I yep. feel there's the older style drag, and Kate Butch is in that. So is um Johnson. Ginger Johnson. Uh, Ginger Johnson and then there's they dress sexy drag like so it's like it's like if you're putting um Trinity the Tux up against Kasha Davis's like that's that's how it feels that yep. they're separated um yeah so it's like kind of establishing what they're looking for in this drag queen for season five. Are they looking mm. for that sexy queen again, or are they looking for that camp funny queen? Like a well, I guess we're probably going to have no a little bit more when it comes to like the snatch game episode. Are they doing snatch game and love, or are they doing snatch game, snatch game? Well, what's it'll... next week's episode? You need to. Well, it'll, if it if it says snatch game, it's just going to say snatch game. It's not going to say like snatch game of love. No, uh, you reckon? Yeah. Because usually when they give you the little sneak peek, it's. <gasps> it's the comedy challenge with. Oh my God, I didn't even notice how timely. Guess who the guest judge is going to be? Serene James. Gentlemen, Jack. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. No, it's hot. She's so cool. I love her so much. Yeah. Serene Jones joins Mich- uh, Michelle and Alan on the judging panel. So maybe episode five is the snatch game. Must be. Usually it's around the four five mark. Yeah. But it could be even the six mark because we're missing an episode. I have a feeling we're missing an episode. Yeah. Hey, can I just sidetrack for it? Just one. We can come back. Right. But I just need to sidetrack. Oh, okay. Well, let's finish it so I can sidetrack. Okay. Um. So it's, it's finished. <laughs> That's it. That's all we've got to say about this week's episode. We'll talk about it next week when we see it. Okay. So side chat, side, side note, side note, side mm-hmm. note, right? I put in our chat with obviously Ego and Jack, Jane Doe. And Mark. The trailer. Oh, and Mark. Yep. Uh, the trailer for The Crown was released this week. I'm going to tune out. 
Go on. No, I'm not talking. I'm not going to talk about the crown. So the reason why I said it is because I was like, oh, because I just loved Olivia Coleman in just about everything that she does. And then my mind was absolutely blown to find out that Olivia Coleman is not even her real name. Olivia, Olivia Coleman is her state. Okay. You said you want, you said you liked watching British shows, right? She was in Broadchurch. She was in Fleabag. She was what's her face's sister in Fleabag. Yeah, that doesn't mean I know people's names. Not sister, auntie. May have been auntie or whatever. Olivia Coleman. Okay, I know who she is now. Right. Olivia Coleman is not her name. It's but Sarah that, Sinclair. But that happens a lot with actors. They all change their name. Coleman, because it's like, you know, you're buying things from Facebook ads on the interwebs. It's just lies. Like, change your name a little bit, but don't go from Sarah Sinclair to Olivia Coleman. What do you think? I just you have to be you like just, on stage and your name's like Gertrude. You just Russell. need, sometimes you just need things to stay on the status quo. So you don't want your equilibrium fucked up just for a couple of days. I'll be over it by, by tomorrow. But I found out today. So today, I'm a little bit, uh, I mean, I understand Elton John's Reginald Dwight. I get that, right? David Bowie's David Jones for crying out loud. Huh? Yeah. Her name's Sherilyn. See? It's not her real name. So what? Cass is not my real name because it's shortened version of Cassandra? Correct. What's on your passport? Cassandra. Actually, it's more than that. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but I'm not saying it. Yeah, so careful, Hales. Um, but you know what I mean. But you know what I mean. Like you know, sometimes you just need things to stay as. It's disrupted my day today. But having said that, I still love Olivia Coleman. Broadchurch is a great show. She is fantastic in Broadchurch. She is fantastic in just about everything that she is in. Actually. No, she's fantastic in everything that she is in. Okay. So shall we wrap well, this up? Well, we can. I was going to say, um, as everybody is now aware, I watch this stuff for quality assurance purposes. I actually enjoyed last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's like, I just realized fucking hated it. I just realized what I said. Like I like I enjoyed the subtle changes. Okay. Yeah. I mean they're gonna get bigger, but you know, let's just ease everybody in because you know you don't want to have a you don't want to upset the audience to the point where they're sitting on your lounge pissing off it. You know, just to bookend the the, uh, episode. So we want to thank everybody for watching and listening to us on the podcast platforms and YouTube. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe on the YouTubes. We got another one. I think we're at 46 now. Ooh, let me check. YouTubes. YouTubes. I think we're at 46. Your channel. 46. 46. Yep. So uh, thanks, uh, number 46. You're great. Um. Anybody who wants to come on or has any constructive criticism, uh, hit has us up on Has there been any bad stuff? Because and... I haven't actually listened. No. Oh, okay. But I just, I just need to throw it out there. Just make sure it's constructive if it's going to be bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
we do take uh, things on board. Uh, I believe I actually said in my work this week when I was getting my backside kicked for something that I did not do by our uh, parent company, um, I was just like, uh, feedback has been taken on board <laughs> and ended the meeting. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. Uh, if you're going to listen to us on any of the podcasting uh, platforms, streaming thingies, uh, please give us five stars. Give us a nice review. Uh, we, As I said, we do take on constructive feedback. Uh, but otherwise, hit us up on the uh, in the DMs on Insta at Drag Me Artificial. Uh, don't forget to go to our website, dragmeartificial.com.au. We're actually probably going to start doing a little bit more with that. Um, and if anybody is interested in one of the games that we keep talking about that we will be making a commercial for, um, hit us up there. Uh, maybe we can negotiate some kind of a price that's mutually beneficial, as in you just give us your wallet and we take out as much as we want. Um yeah, and uh, you, you got anything? No. Not at all? No. So, yeah, we'll see you next week for Drag Me Out. Uh, stay safe. Stay everything. Say hello to your mum for me. You know what the worst part about my life is right now? I got so bored last night, I watched a yachting documentary. The worst part about your life right now is Olivia Coleman, not her real name. Oh, and that too. Yeah. Oh, 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 and you can keep this in. I've started in on the cheesy Hallmark com uh, Christmas movies. Oh, no, no. I've started. Ending it now. I've started. I'm ending it now. Bye, everybody. 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 Bye, everybody.